Good morning and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm Bethany Rogers. At the legislature on Monday, Representative Steve Ellison asked the lawmakers to set aside two and a half million dollars to create centers in Utah's middle and high schools where teens experiencing homelessness can find support. In the few centers that already exist in the state, teenage students can shower, do laundry, and access a food pantry. They can also work on college applications and get resume assistance. State lawmakers will decide during their budgeting process later this session whether to provide the funding. Next, manager editor Grant Burningham talks to reporter Brian Maffley about the recent human-caused extinction of some dinosaur tracks in southern Utah. Thanks for joining us today, Brian. Thank you, Grant. So why don't we start at the beginning? Uh, what happened with these dinosaur tracks? Uh, there's pretty well-known site dating to the early Cretaceous outside of Moab, and it's called the Mill Canyon Dinosaur Track Site, where a developed interpretive site was created in 2013, and it hasn't uh, held up over the years. And the BLM last year decided that this wooden uh, walkway there needed to be replaced with something more durable. So they were uh, hired a contractor to replace the wood with a steel, an elevated steel structure with concrete decking. The, the problem arose last week when the contractors showed up to dismantle the wooden boardwalk and carted away. Well, in the process, they apparently drove heavy equipment over fragile dinosaur tracks, and it appears that some have been badly damaged. So prior to this damage, what would visitors see if they showed up on the site? What makes this site so great is it's not bones, it's the tracks left by dinosaurs. And what uh, paleontologists have identified 200 individual tracks at the site from 10 different species of dinosaur. So nowhere do you see this kind of diversity in tracks anywhere in Utah, maybe even the country. The site itself is, is far more extensive than what you can see uh, on the ground. Uh, the, the dinosaur tracks extend pretty far away from the, the, this boardwalk area, and it's, it's that area that got uh, damaged. The BLM was, was supposed to have flagged these uh, sensitive sites so the contractor would know to avoid them, and apparently that didn't happen according to uh, some of my sources. We have not spoken to the BLM yet. So I know we're still figuring out the facts, uh, yeah. but this is BLM land and it was a contractor. Do we know where to place blame at this point? No, it's, it's really hard to say. It's hard to, it's, it, it was the contractor at fault or was the BLM at fault? It's not really known yet until we get more, more of the facts. But what is clear is that this was um, you know, completely preventable damage done to you know, one of the, the finest examples of uh, dinosaur tracks in the United States. So this is Bureau of Land Management land, not a national park, which has different kinds of protections. Yeah. There's dinosaur bones on Bureau of Land Management land. There's uh, ruins. What does this say about the BLM's ability to protect those things? That's, a, that, you know, that's I think, the real question here. Um, the BLM in Utah is responsible for extraordinarily large array of paleontological resources all over the state, not just around Moab. Those resources require a great deal of expertise to take care of. And until 2018, the Moab field office did have a paleontologist on staff 
who left in 2018 to go work for the Park Service. And I understand that she was never uh, replaced. So what that speaks to is maybe the BLM has, has failed to put, you know, set aside the necessary uh, staff and resources to protect these incredible fossil and, uh, and track remains. And, you know, it's not just dinosaurs, it's, it's other ancient life as well. And I think that's the, the bigger question here. So one of my, my main sources, Lee Shenton, who is the president of the Moab chapter of Utah Friends of Paleontology, they delivered a letter this morning to the BLM, you know, really insisting that they hire the uh, sufficient staff to take care of the amazing resources that are uh, in the, the Moab field offices area of protection. The Mill Canyon site wasn't discovered until 2009. At the time, it was it was identified as the seventh most significant track site in uh, the United States. And so, you know, here we, we have these resources that are one of a kind, they're extensive, they're completely irreplaceable. They need full-time staff people to look after them. Outside of this Mill Canyon site, what are the best places in Utah to see dinosaur bones or dinosaur tracks? Well, there are so many, it's hard to count them all, but Dinosaur National Monument by Vernal is probably the best place, but there's also the newly designated Jurassic National Monument uh, near Price. But around Moab, there are more uh, dinosaur sites uh, emerging all the time. And one of them is going to be protected in the newly designated Utah Raptor State Park, which isn't uh, very far from Mill Canyon. Okay, thanks so much, Brian. A Salt Lake City-based runner is making his own tracks in the capital city and is the focus of a recently released documentary. Reporter Alex L. Cabrera interviews Bryant Heath about what he found while running every street in Salt Lake City. Thanks for joining us today, Bryant. Could you tell us how your running project started and what was the result of it? Sure. So in late 2019, uh, I was just kind of looking for somewhere to eat and I was on Google Maps and I was kind of zooming in and out of different areas of the city and it kind of dawned on me how little of the city I've actually been in. And, you know, back in that time, it was pre-pandemic. Um, I was just uh, just trying to kind of think of a New Year's resolution. So I thought, hey, this would be an interesting way to pair my love of running with uh, maybe getting out there and explore uh, Salt Lake City a little bit more. So that's how the project started. For more, you can read Alex L's story on sltrib.com. Yesterday, Utah health officials reported 10,272 new COVID-19 cases from the weekend. Daily diagnoses remain down compared to recent weeks, but it is unclear if that is due to lower transmission levels or because Utah's political leaders have urged people to forego testing. More than 800 people remain hospitalized. Also, the Republican National Committee is coming to town this week for their winter meeting. The Tribune will have more reporting on the event later this week. And that's all for today. We'll be back again tomorrow morning. And a big shout out to local band, The Pelicans, for our music. Thanks for keeping up on the buzz and have a great day. Thank you.